grand risings to all beings rising and welcome to the ascension medicine podcast i am your host g francois and i will be your personal guide through this ascension process i will be sharing energy forecasts energy updates potent practices guided meditations channeled messages and all the good stuff to help and assist with your personal ascension process welcome Thank you for being here today. The chances are, if you are here, then you are on some kind of a spiritual path, some kind of a path of awakening, of increasing your consciousness in whatever area that might be. Whether you are a seasoned spiritual practitioner who dives deep into your shadows and works through intense processes, or whether you are new to this, new to this process, new to this path, and it's resonating, this message may help. It can be very easy to believe the hype when we are scrolling down social media and looking at people's feeds and what they are sharing, especially within the spiritual communities. It can seem as though so many beings are effortlessly moving through these energies and we might look at ourselves and look at our current situation and just think well it's not that easy for me or maybe I'm struggling this is really hard how is it that it looks so easy to them the likelihood is that they are just presenting an image of perfection because the reality of choosing to walk a spiritual path can be very messy. We are going into the depths of our being. We are bringing up our traumas, not only from this lifetime. So that includes our entire childhoods, including the point at which we were born, which is a hugely traumatic experience. But we are also working through past lifetimes, not only on this planet, but on other planets. We are working on a multi-dimensional level. Because time is not linear, our past, present and future exist in this moment and do directly affect us. That is why when we are doing this work, it's important to do so on a multi-dimensional level. And we do so by working with our higher selves and by working within the quantum field, accessed through our hearts, through our intention and through dedicated practice. We are also working to release these traumas and energies and entities and toxins from our bodies. No doubt many of us as we are awakening we change our diets in some way, we maybe eliminate certain things or maybe we introduce new things into our diets. The process of physically detoxing in and itself is an extreme process. 
there can be purging, there can be symptoms, maybe rashes come to the surface. Everything is coming to the surface to be seen, to be processed and transmuted. But while we're in that process of detoxification, that can look messy. We might feel more sick. We might feel more tired, more fatigued, have less energy. Maybe our mood is very low. When we are not seeing the effects, we're not seeing the results yet because we are still in the process. Using our physicality as an example makes it easy to see that because it's something we can, we can see. It's tangible to us because we have a physical body. But all of this is happening throughout every expression of our bodies. We are expanding, we are awakening, we are learning and we are releasing all that we now realize is not possibly the best for us. Be that food, be that substances, be that places, people, jobs, anything that stops resonating with us or that we realize never actually resonated. When we are working with our mental bodies, our minds, and we are in this process of awakening, it can be an intense process. And it can look different for different beings. But generally, we will be receiving new information, new information that directly challenges or opposes our current paradigm. And in those moments, we will experience a whole range of emotions and, and symptoms, including cognitive dissonance. Possibly we are just not ready to receive that information. We can flat out reject it. We can deny it. But if it is in our path, to embody that knowledge as wisdom, then we will need to go through the process of breaking down the constructs in our mind that are rigid to new information and new ways of being. That process in itself, again, is a very strong process. It can lead to an ego death. That can lead to feelings of confusion, feeling lost, Sometimes we can even have relapses because we are releasing so much of ourselves, our past selves, that we don't know who we are anymore. And that can feel so scary that we actually go back to some of those unhealthy habits or unhealthy ways of thinking or acting that we have already established are unhealthy for us and that we do want to change. But because of the nature of this work, it can, it can be very easy to slip back into old ways of being until we have strengthened the new neurological connections and pathways in our mind and created new habits again whilst we're in that process, that can look very messy to the outside. It may look like a low mood. It may look like uncertainty, mood swings, depression, anger. And when we are working with our emotional bodies, when we are working to 
identify those obscurations and those blockages around our hearts to release them, that can feel scary to open, to open to the unknown, to open to love. It can leave us feeling very vulnerable. In these moments, our inner child may be directly triggered. We may be directly embodying our inner child. Childhood traumas may surface as we are trying our best to hold our process in love and to gently open. But even still, with all the support in the world, and even if we did everything 100% right for us, the process itself can be very painful and can be very tender. And again, to the outside world, that might look like a messy process. All of the ways in which we are increasing our knowledge and our awareness, increasing our consciousness, they take time to integrate and they take love to anchor in. And so if you are on this path and it is looking messy, and because you are on this path, you have a level of awareness so you can see yourself, you can witness your behavior, you can witness your patterns, and it may even feel at times that you can't help it. And that can be so frustrating and that can feel so helpless. But it's important to not be hard on ourselves. It takes a while to re-pattern our minds and to re-pattern our nervous systems and our emotional bodies and our physical bodies and our etheric bodies. It takes a while. We must continuously repeat the new habits, the new thoughts, the new behaviors. And we must do this until those new patterns become the new habits. And even when that does happen, that's not to say that there won't be days when it feels hard, when it looks messy. Because we are human, we are having a human experience, and we are in such strong times right now. And everyone is doing their best, and we are doing so well. But it is important to be gentle on ourselves and each other. If we can recognize that within ourselves, then we can see that within others. We can see that they are trying and maybe their behavior doesn't make sense to us because they are a different being. The way they express their messiness may look very different to the way that we express our messiness. And so it's important to hold space for all that is coming up during this time, whilst at the same time having firm boundaries, not only with others, but with ourselves, to recognize the behaviors, the thoughts, and the energies that are not serving us, and to have boundaries with ourselves and the universe when those energies arise within us and within our reflections. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Ascension Medicine Podcast. I hope you have enjoyed it. I have been your host, G. Francois, 
As always, the links are in the bio. If you haven't already, please subscribe, please follow me. Instagram, G underscore Francois, Ascension Medicine. AscensionMedicine.org, where you can book one-to-one quantum energy healing sessions. Join one of the many courses or classes that are taking place. Connect with guided meditations and exclusive content. Grand risings and blessings.